0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming up, the Hall of Presidents will officially feature a speaking role for President Donald Trump. Walt Disney's original Disneyland presentation map sells for $708,000 in auction. And Steve Porter comes to us live from the parks to give us a construction update. From the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is The Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode number 945 for the week of June 27th, 2017. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited Travel help you plan the perfect Disney, Universal, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Vacation. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, Thank you for joining us. My name is John Magi, and I will be your host. Uh, Pete Werner is visiting some family in New Jersey this week, so that's why I am here instead of him. Uh, And I am joined at the table by some random people I know for various (laughs) reasons. Rhino Clavin. Hello. Kevin Close. Hi, everyone. Kathy Werling.
1: Hi, everybody.
0: Teresa Eccles. I forgot her name. Oh,
1: my God.
2: Hey. (laughs) And
0: back in our production facility, we have our producer, Craig Williams.
2: Hello. Hi,
0: guys. How's everybody doing today?
1: Good.
2: Good. All good, excited? good. Yeah.
3: You really don't good. want to know.
0: You all excited for, for the show today? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really oh,
3: really yeah
4: wow.
5: <laughs>
6: <laughs> <It>
0: got
5: weird. <laughs> what's
6: happening? So
0: good at pretending, all of you. We're really good at ad lib. I'm jazzed up for the show. <laughs> oh, my. God. Oh, my. There you go. Well, that's gay pride for you. All, <laughs> all of a sudden, old, I'm sitting next to Paul Lind. A little too proud. <laughs> Center square. Uh, we're going to start with some <laughs> housekeeping. We're going to talk about the other podcasts that we have uh, on the various channels that we do. I'll start with uh, Monday's Dreams Unlimited Travel podcast. Myself, Kevin Close, Tracy Heinrichs, and sometimes other people uh, join us for discussions about Dreams Unlimited Travel and traveling in general this past week. We did our second episode for our Alani um, shows. We interviewed the person who is the head of the kids club at Alani, Auntie's Beach House, as well as the person who's in charge of Charger, the spa. So we hope you go back and watch that if you haven't done so already. And actually, next week um, there will be no Dreams Unlimited Travel Show. which t- I know, shocking. Absolutely shocking. What will I do with my time? I don't know. Get some work done, maybe. <laughs> um, we are going to be taking the day off because of the 4th of July holiday. Oh, so that's cool. that. Um, let's talk about some other shows. Ryan, I'll tell us about Diz Pop.
5: Uh, I think this week we're going to be talking about um, the Despicable Me movie that's coming out this week. And talking about the franchise and Universal and all that that fun stuff.
6: And what is that sort of thing that you can that- buy Despicable Me luggage you can it's, buy despicable me luggage. It's just a little yellow luggage with a the luggage tag is an eye. <laughs> I think it's really cute,
5: like a little minion. Um, and when is that show going to? Friday, happen? Friday, some point on Friday. Not, you know, maybe in the morning, maybe in the afternoon. Who knows?
0: That's like the dream show. Who <laughs> you knows? Craig rolls out of bed and decides to put it up. That's what happens.
5: It's more exciting when it just surprises people throughout the day.
0: Sure. Um, <laughs> well, let's move on to our uh, Thursday show, the Universal Edition, with Craig Williams and people who I'm not really sure about. <laughs> What's happening this week, Craig?
2: Well, it's Craig Williams with Rhino, because we're the only two uh, sole survivors left on that show.
0: Welcome to the elimination yeah, portion it's a- a- the <laughs> <designation>. designated survivors. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's a- what we should do. We should vote people off the podcast. <laughs> Okay.
6: Wow. Like today? Like today. Oh, gosh.
0: Here's your parchment. Go write a name <laughs> on it. I'm sorry, Craig. Go ahead.
2: Um, this episode, Rhino and I are bringing a, uh, a dining review of Mel's Drive-In, the quick service location in Universal Studios, Florida, as well as a snack review. And uh, it's a fun show because besides a couple in-studio segments, we shot the show Um, all on location, so trying something different for it, see if people like it.
6: Lucy goes to Hollywood. Exactly.
2: That is just what it was like. So you can see that uh, Thursday at um, on or around 1 o'clock. We'll just say that. Awesome. Great. (laughs)
0: Do you have any information on the Disneyland podcast this week?
2: Yeah, I absolutely do. So uh, this week's Disneyland podcast is already available on iTunes. You can, of course, always listen to it live Sunday nights on Mixler.com at sometime whenever they do that. 10 o'clock, I think, Eastern Time. Um, On this week's show, though, Nancy Johnson has some tips for making the most out of limited park time after a full day at the D23 Expo. So that will be... Very helpful for people who are... Going to D23. Yep, that's the words. a lot of people are going to that.
0: Uh, The only other thing I have in housekeeping is I want folks to know that we will not be doing a show next week. The Diz Unplugged. We actually have the week off because of the 4th of July. So just make sure you're not looking for us and wondering what happened to us. Anything else for housekeeping? Anything I missed? Something super important I should mention?
5: Oh, if you're uh, one of our Patreon supporters, I just want to let people know there was a bunch of content I posted in there this week. You can go and check it out, which includes a fun drink you can make over this holiday weekend if you want. So if there's ever a time to drink, it's the 4th of July. I love fun (laughs) drinks. As an American.
0: (laughs) If there's ever a time to drink, it's right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I want to remind folks that um, for Dreams Unlimited Travel, we have a new Twitter account follow us at dreams you travel um that's where we're going to be putting up things like m- when discounts are released and when new content goes on dreamsunlimitedtravel.com so please follow us
6: there i have one just to let everybody right. know our uh backstage magic for 2018 has sold out completely i don't have any space available but we do have space available on the march 24th viking ocean cruise the italian sojourn we're going to start in rome and end in venice We still have space on that. There's a bunch of us going. So if you're interested in that, let me know. I have one. Uh, I just want
0: to mention along those lines, Kevin and I will be on that cruise. Pete will be on the cruise. Craig and Rhino will be on the cruise. And if we uh, reach certain numbers of more guests, we're going to be adding more people to that cruise. When is this? March 24th of next
3: year. So I can prefer no show that week.
0: Oh no,
6: it's all Well, if you can yourself, convince enough other people to go, <laughs> you guys might have to go on that. So there's Hey, bring it on.
5: There's not a danger of it selling out immediately, right, though? So if people have been contemplating it, we can keep
6: pushing the idea of it. Here's the idea. There's enough there there's enough um, space on the ship. The ship holds 950 people and there's a bunch, a bunch of state rooms. The issue with selling out is the bottom five or six categories, meaning the least expensive staterooms, have sold out. So, what happens is the lowest price staterooms sell out first, leaving the more expensive staterooms. Mm-hmm. At this point in time, please don't hold me to this because things could have changed. I haven't called in a while. The lowest price stateroom right now is about $5,600 for two guests. All staterooms are balcony staterooms, there are no inside staterooms, and that includes all your dining. All your shore excursions. Uh, It includes pretty much the mini bar in your room and wine and beer with dinner and lunch and breakfast, if you choose. For Rhino
0: making drinks. Just checking. checking.
6: It's kind of all inclusive. There are some additional costs. There are some if you want mixed drinks, but there's a package you can buy if that's what you're looking for. But when you say selling out, there are categories that have sold out. The least, the bottom six least expensive staterooms have sold out. And to okay.
0: clarify, Dreams Unlimited Travel does not have a set amount of space that right. could sell out. We are able to sell the entire ship.
6: We have run of the ship okay. at our current pricing, so there's no. And our current pricing us- is lower than Viking's pricing. That's right.
3: So what what happens if you don't sell out? You you got the whole ship no matter We've what. We've
0: already met our minimum for a group, so okay. we're going to have our group and we're going to do group stuff. Because we've met we are our minimum. Currently, the
6: largest group Viking has ever booked. Are they going to open up to other people? The if, cruise is open
0: to anybody. Oh, okay. But our okay. group remains our group. It's kind of like a podcast, cruise okay? Got where it. Where we have everybody booked in our group gets our things and our specials, and
6: anybody can go online and book the cruise. But why would you? You'd got to pay more. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I just didn't know if you had the whole ship, and no one else could book. No, we haven't go. held the entire ship. Okay. No, but the ship we have 120 guests so far. Excellent. Cool. All right, Teresa. You said you had a housekeeping.
3: I do. Um, I appreciate everyone's patience. I am still shipping auction items, so be patient. It's on. It's in the process. It is a process. It's been
0: ten minutes since she's used the word ship or auction item.
3: (laughs) Hey, it's my world. So I just want to thank everybody for their emails, if and their phone calls. We're working on it, and we're plowing through the the auction items, and we're over. Has everyone paid? No, everyone has not paid. I have a small handful of people that have yet to pay. Um, you need to go on handbid dot com and pay for your auction item. If you uh, have an issue with that, give me a call. Um, shoot me an email at t eckles at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. dot com, and uh, I can take another form of payment if that's an issue for you.
0: M and Ms. You can pay in an M and Ms. I understand. <laughs>
3: One guy is paying me in Belgian chocolate, but that's it. Oh, I didn't
0: know what you were going to say.
3: Under the table. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Exchange. I get it. Okay, never
3: mind. Anyway, thank you. You're
0: that's welcome. all I wanted to say. Any other housekeeping? All right. Um, we're going to have Rhino read the news this week because Yay. there are no Chinese words that Teresa would have to pronounce. Know, there had to be a reason. <laughs> so we did an easy one and we let Rhino <laughs> we do Olympic it.
6: Olympic scoring cards for this. The so news? When he's done, we can judge him. I am voting off.
5: I thought you were going to let me read because, like, I finally am able to now. Learned
6: how. Yeah, that's the... (laughs) Excellent. All right. right.
0: Take it away. Okay.
5: Uh, So our first story, uh, Hall of Presidents will officially feature a speaking role for Donald Trump. According to My News 13 Donald Trump will have a speaking role in the iconic Hall of Presidents attraction located in the Magic uh, Kingdom. So President Bill Clinton was the first to have a speaking role on the attraction, and since then, every president has had one as well. Uh, There was some confusion um, on how large of a role the current president would have in the show, especially after earlier this year when... um, Uh, I think this is an online... Uh, Outlet Vice's motherboard inferred that the attraction would feature a silent President Donald Trump. Um, Walt Disney World Vice President of Communications Jackie Whaler stated on Sunday that President uh, Donald Trump will have a speaking role saying, quote, the same thing that we've done with other presidents is the same plan we have for President Trump, end quote. So uh, the attraction was originally supposed to reopen on June 29th, but now Disney won't give any specific date, saying that will reopen in late 2017.
0: Awesome. All right. So I'm going to say something. And you all are going to think it's a joke, and I'm being facetious, but it's not. I'm dead serious. President Trump is the first president who has ever communicated with the public via Twitter. I think Disney should embrace that. And I think they should do something in that attraction where maybe as he's talking, it shows up on a screen, and it shows like his Twitter that. account.
1: I mean, I, That's more what you think of Trump rather than— right.
0: Giving speeches and going up and and making appearances. And I think that Disney being sort of cutting edge, I think that would be a neat sort of twist on the whole Hall of Presidents thing. And
1: last I heard, he hadn't done anything with Disney to record his little spiel so they could do something like that with Twitter.
0: I think that's one of the reasons why it was postponed because usually every president does a recording and then they do it. Mm -hmm. I think
6: the Hall of Presidents is a historical attraction and not a political attraction. Well, I'm not saying that he should say something political, but I think. Well, I think there's been a great deal of discussion. Should he, shouldn't he? Everybody has an opinion. I think Disney has uh, a precedent. I think they have a history of this. And again, I think it's a historical uh, thing. It is not a political thing. Right. It's
0: part of the attraction. It's what's always Mm -hmm. happened. Let it go. I'm curious about something. When we go to Imagineering and we talk to the Imagineers, they talk about how, um, obviously, for certain presidents, they couldn't do it. But for most recent presidents, they were allowed to scan the president's face.
6: Well, that also is because the gentleman who did the vast majority of the presidents, I believe he's passed away. Altering right. uh, um, the Gibson, Wayne um, Wayne Gibson, Blaine. Blaine, I was going to say no, it's not Wayne Blaine Gibson. I apologize. If he hasn't, I apologize, Blaine. But he is elderly. So, but the, also the three D technology
0: helps to make right. a more accurate likeness. All right. Cool.
6: All right. That's your cue to move on. All right. I,
5: I wasn't 100% sure. Uh, <laughs> the so is you talk. <laughs> Walt Disney's uh, original Disneyland presentation map has sold for $708,000 at auction. Um, the uh, Walt Disney's Disneyland auction took place in Los Angeles on June 25th, 2017. And the auction displayed approximately A 1,000 other rare Disney artifacts as well. But after some pretty exciting bidding, the map sold for $708,000 said Mike Van Eaton, co-owner of Van Eaton Galleries, uh, quote, we are beyond thrilled that the map will continue to be appreciated and cherished just like it has been for all these years. Because he's
0: getting a commission. Yeah. On that oh, seven hundred eighty sure. yeah. thousand yeah. dollars, he's beyond thrilled.
5: Um, <laughs> f- Forbes reports that the auction also included uh, a rare haunted mansion hitchhiking ghost Hick-a-thing. animatronic <laughs> shirt, a Walt Disney World railroad conductor costume, haunted mansion costume, Indiana Jones adventure female and male wardrobe designs, a uh, Star Tours male costume, a Tiki Room cast member blouse, and uh, a Walt Disney World guest relations costume. Another remarkable pieces up for auction included an original ride vehicle from Autopia. An original model from Michael, uh, a model of Michael Jackson from the Captain EO attraction, an extremely rare poster from the grand opening of the Haunted Mansion attraction, an original poster from Matterhorn Bobsleds attraction, a section of the carpet from Walt Disney's apartment in Disneyland, and an extremely rare opening day Disneyland guidebook signed by Walt Disney himself.
6: This isn't the Herb Ryman drawing. Oh, no, no, this is a poster. No, the. the the original drawing. Yeah,
2: this isn't the original drawing. It is one of the presentation maps. So right. Herb Ryman did the original and then they made copies right. of the original for um, when they would travel. Like, For I believe this one was, and, yeah, uh, when they Walt took it or Roy took it to New York, this was one that he would have taken to show to investors. And the original is, of course, still held in Imagineering. That's what I was going to ask where they were. The For original was.
6: years and years, I have been asking because it seems that every building you go into in Disney. Whether it's Disney here, Disneyland, there is a picture, a copy of this, and it's what ha- like it's when you Xerox something re- over and over, and you you make a copy of a copy of a copy. The lines look like it was drawn with thick black magic marker. Yeah. And I've always said, why is this not an attraction in and of itself? Why is this not on Main Street? Why is right. this not like the Declaration of Independence? Yeah. In a you know secure location that people can admire it, and on one of our recent backstage magics. Uh, our exclusive backstage magic, they brought out the original Herb Ryman drawing.
1: Oh, wow. And
6: we got to stand in front of it. We got to stand about three feet from it. And it is the finest pencil strokes you can imagine. I would describe the lines instead of being thick and bulky. They look look like spider webs. It is very, very detailed. And I was... I cried. I was yeah. com- completely blown away by it. I believe one year they took it to D twenty three. Yep, but apparently you were fifteen feet back, so you could only see it. We got to st- if somebody had reached out, they could have touched it. No one did, but that's how close they we were. They didn't
1: have it like in a glass case or anything.
6: No, it was in the art library, wow. and believe it or not, they used chain link fencing to display the stuff and they're on sliders. There's like five or six of the chain link fence sections so they can slide things out and and it makes it very easy to put things up there and take them down and they pulled it out and I don't know what anybody else's reaction because I thought... I don't think I can breathe the right way. I I can't believe this to Mm. me is the origin of Disneyland.
1: You would, I don't know. I mean, I figured there'd be like lights on it and it would make mute. You know what I mean? It's like, that's the, the history of
6: Disney. That's where it all started.
5: It's, A lot more fanfare involved. It's
6: very, uh, they were very quiet about it. No one told us what was coming. And again, I don't know what anyone else's reaction to, because I I stopped listening. I stopped thinking. I kept thinking, I am standing in front of the original Herb Ryman drawing. I felt very lucky. Yes. That's awesome. Some of
0: this other stuff sounds really cool that they auctioned off as well. But then they throw in things like, a Walt Disney World guest relations costume. There's a lot of costumes in there. Like somebody raided their blast. wardrobe. Like, I had to
6: tell you, I have a, a guest relations um, vest from the yeah. Magic Kingdom. It's part of a framed pin set I framed, but it's got the Magic Kingdom buttons on it. Mine is a two X, and I bought it on eBay for forty nine dollars. I have. Uh,
5: I oh. think I haven't Uh-oh. accidentally have a lights motor's action
2: accidentally
5: shirt still.
2: <laughs> Yeah, they didn't want that. Nobody back. wanted that one, though. Yeah, they actually asked me to take it on my way out. those so. to <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome.
5: <laughs> anyway, so uh, the big story is the next one here, I think, of, of the week. But uh, Bye Bye Ger has responded to um, TMZ questions about Ron Howard. Um that he was asked in a parking lot so tmc uh ambushed uh tmz excuse me ambushed disney ceo bob Iger in the parking area at ebaldi in beverly hills to question him about his confidence in ron howard as the new director of the han solo film um so if you haven't heard phil lord and chris miller were originally slated to direct this film um and they were let go on June twentieth, they were uh, terminated uh, by Kathleen Kennedy, who is the head of Lucasfilm.
0: I do think, though, in all fairness, a lot of the reports are that it was mutual. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that it was as you know sudden as you are terminated. I mean, no, I heard it, heard it was just-
5: leading up to it. Like it, it, it. This was a they had hoped that they would come to an agreement, and it wasn't. So they were hired based on their previous work, which is successful, the Lego movie, 21 Jump Street. Um, you know, they have a lot of, uh, they have a great resume of successful works and um, they were going to put, you know, that spin on it but what happened was is I think they were too improvisational is what what we're hearing reports of um, versus Lawrence Kasdan who wrote this film and wrote like The Empire Strikes Back. He was seeing dailies that he didn't like that they weren't reciting the words as he had written them um, and then essentially kathleen kennedy was upset because they were taking their they were taking a lot longer than they should have been to be filming this movie and it all just kind of led to nobody was getting along and they fired them with three and a half weeks left of filming so nobody knew who was going to step in and um ron howard has taken the job so like i said tmz got to uh, bob Iger, who hasn't really said anything about this yet but um Iger avoided answering questions about the upcoming Star Wars feature to a certain degree, but he did offer a few retorts. So when asked if the movie can be salvaged, Iger answers, yes, of course. The reporter asked a few questions about Howard's experience with the sci-fi fantasy genre, stating the only other space movie Howard has ever done is Apollo 13, which Iger replies with, uh, quote, I don't think that is relevant in this case. Um, When asked if the veteran director was a big Star Wars guy, Iger confirmed, He's going to be great. I can like hear his voice saying mm-hmm. that too. You know, he always says that about everything. And in an effort to put <laughs> a, uh, a negative uh, emphasis on the film's developments, TMZ asks Iger, I'm not saying it, um, it is, but what can you say to the fans to convince them that it's not doomed? And Iger gives a very measured response here saying, first of all, we have a great cast, we have a great script, and we have a great director. It's going to be fine. Um, and then he didn't speak on the delays at all. Um, if there would be any at all. So, um, there's been reports coming out now every day lately. It seems like, um, that an acting coach was had to be brought in, in May for the main character, the Alden Ehrenreich, who's playing the young Han solo that apparently Kathleen Kennedy and the people at Lucasfilm aren't happy with his performance. And that could be the directors aren't pulling the correct performance out of him. Um, Lawrence Casan, the writer, was unhappy, like I said. Uh it just this happened kind of with Rogue One too. It it got they didn't like Gareth Edwards' work and they had a shadow director come in and finish the rest of the reshoots. And I think what happened here is they were gonna do the same and they didn't want to deal with that. So they ended up splitting their ways. So
0: I usually like when TMZ, you know, gets celebrities and they ask them these questions. For some reason that this happened to Bob Iger, I'm not happy about this. I feel like the, you know, leave Britney alone guy. Leave Bob Iger <laughs> alone. You know, it's like, don't be ambushing Bob Iger about stuff. In the parking lot. Really? They're brutal, though. They are. They are. They kind of they cross the line sometimes.
5: Yeah. I see In them waiting opinion. at the airport whenever we get off the plane at LAX. They're always looking. There's always going to be somebody there. And, Waiting,
0: Rhino. Yeah, Rhino, how's
6: this yeah. pop going? Just, hold your, yeah. just hold, hold your purse up in front of you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. I just Rhino. do that
5: anyways, <laughs> running through. No questions. But you know, sometimes people <laughs> turn and think, was
0: that?" Oh, look, it's Sia oh, no. <laughs> Who was she? Okay. Yeah. Rhino, thank you very much yeah. for reading the news. Um, certainly appreciate it uh, this week. Coming up, we have Steve Porter. Steve's actually in the parks. He's going to give us a nice update of what's going on with the construction, and I have to vamp for a few minutes because we don't have him up on the screen yet.
2: Yeah, I just want to point out, I'm calling him. He's just not answering. So, oh, oh, Steve. oh
6: my,
2: he's probably not watching either. So he doesn't. I even bet care he has his
6: purse reaction. up in front of his face. He must have
0: his yeah. purse up in front of his
5: face. You know, he doesn't go anywhere without his mac and cheese purse.
0: All right, to Tell us more about shipping in the auction. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we have some free time. I want to talk about Ron Howard
3: some more. You think he's going to change the show, the movie well, at He lot. said
5: he has said that he's going to honor the film that he's picking up. That he, I, I don't think he's coming in to like massively change this thing. But I think he's going to align the film with how Lucasfilm and Kathleen Kennedy. Because it's Opie, it's it.
3: Richie Cunningham. He has such a sweet way, all of his movies are awesome I think I don't well, I can't think of I like them all
0: the ones I've seen I like Well, I don't believe I'm not that I like critique them all but I just feel like
5: I don't I think he's an accomplished
3: director
0: yeah, yes. for sure I don't think his style conflicts with the Star Wars you know universe I think he's got a he's got that sort of you know <laughs> Fantasy idea of you know good right. wins out over evil and yeah.
6: all that stuff he seems and good things happen. To people, I don't know. So. I
0: think could be good.
6: I think Ron Howard person. movies are very human. Yes, yeah, very right. well I So agree. I look
5: forward to that aspect yeah. being brought into it. Maybe you know,
6: if he's you got know. time, to that the technology would take not a backseat, but the human story would be as, as important as the technical I hope so. story. Yeah, because we want to know more about Hans. I do want to.
5: I'm. I was do looking we? forward to this movie. We do. They just said it was coming out too much like a screwball comedy. So, that's, well, you know that's what? If you think like, about it though, Frank
6: Capra Star Wars movie.
5: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Harrison Ford, he always brought a little bit of humor and, and oh, yeah. lived a lot. So they they've got to play that into it a little well, bit. Well, yeah. I can't be I
5: read that his, it's the idea is there is a misinterpretation of that humor and that the humor comes from the fact that he's selfish and he that the original, you know, in A New Hope, it's supposed to be that he's just kind of a little carefree, I guess, or a little he only cares about himself and that they're trying to make it Play up the humor Whereas the humor Is a consequence Of his character Right So that well, was Well you also have
0: You know thing. You have someone Who's younger He's been being portrayed younger Yeah So there's that Sort of element Of maybe a little bit more Flip A little bit more Yeah Life hasn't beat him down Right yet. Exactly And he's Like that's, Please that's, get Steve wow. On the phone Please
6: get yeah. Steve On the phone <laughs> Oh good
0: Come on Kevin Let's talk more About Star Wars Oh my
6: gosh <laughs> I've even tried to participate I I think we're
5: going to talk about some Star Wars a little more (laughs)
6: Because there's never enough (laughs)
0: right, What do you think Craig, we ready to go? Awesome Hey Steve, how you doing? Hey
4: guys Why weren't you answering the phone? Really? I was
0: Not according to our producer Well that's weird Can we turn this down up a little bit for us here in the studio? Having trouble hearing him so craig uh, craig so steve tell us where you are what do we see behind you besides construction I walls
4: and right outside of tatooine traders uh i've actually stood here before when construction was a little bit earlier on uh with the star wars land progress um and so i'm actually just going to flip the camera right around and get right into it and show you guys what is going on here because awesome. there's a lot to show you so all right so we still now have the Streets of America buildings that are, I think, now going to be a permanent thing because they've just painted them a different color. Uh, I've noticed that comparing that to some of the older pictures. So it looks like that is almost going to be part of an expanded uh, Muppets courtyard over here, and then it will lead right into Star Wars land where these uh, cement walls are is what I'm kind of getting from this, or else I, don't, I wouldn't understand why they would paint the buildings a new color if they were just going to tear them down. So... I think those are there to stay, um, and but the thing that kind of blew me away the most is in the very background, I hope you guys can see, but it looks like the at AT-AT, uh, ATATS are kind of hidden in that steel structure back there, um, so that seems like a lot of progress from last time.
1: You, if you go back by Toy Story, you can see that a lot better. Yep.
4: Yeah, you can see it as well. You can just see like the very tops of them over uh, by, by uh, Toy Story Land and kind of over by Toy Story Mania. Um, but yeah, this is a lot more to see. The, I, I think it gives a better understanding of how the layout of this area is going to be. It seems like this right in front of me is going to be very a wide open space, which I think would be good, especially with how populous this area is going to be. Uh, to kind of lead people into the land um but yeah just a ton of progress and they're 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 very fast they've been working all day there's it seems like not disney of the past where construction is everyone looking at one guy doing everything so uh pretty exciting
0: cool speaking of cool how hot is it there
4: it is extremely warm. I like bought two or three bottles of water already. It's 90 degrees and the humidity is off the charts. So I'm trying to stay cool as much as possible. It's popping in and out of gift shops and drinking lots of water. So
0: is it yeah. busy?
4: You got to do what you got
0: to do. How busy are the parks? How busy is the park?
4: Um, it's fairly busy. It's I mean you got 45 minute waits for star tours, so not horrible, but it is busy.
0: What have you eaten so far today? We usually talk about what you eat.
4: I actually haven't stopped by anywhere to eat. I've been kind of running around trying to grab construction photos. So like I showed you guys here and some of the Toy Story uh, land area photos, I actually was just posting on social media. So be sure to check those out. They're already up on Twitter and uh, you can find them on the homepage and they'll be up on Facebook at 2 o'clock.
0: What's the mood of the crowd like? Are people happy? Uh... No. <laughs> no. People aren't happy. It's
4: the like happiest place on Earth. someone smiling while Disney World is getting harder. Steve, you, harder. are you but not
6: taking your emotional temperature?
0: What's <laughs> the mood <motive>. of. <laughs> what? It, it's right. The happiest place on Earth. And how many people are miserable yeah. and yelling at their
4: looking, kids? Looking around, it's hard to find anyone that's smiling.
1: <laughs> you have to go over to where Cruz Ramirez is. Everybody over there is always really happy.
0: Is, yeah, it, yeah. is he
1: the cast member at uh, Star that, Tours? Right. <laughs> That's the new meet and greet for the Car from Cars.
5: Where do they do that meet and greet, Right reality?
1: next to, you know, like if you're looking at uh, Toy Story Mania to the left.
5: Oh. Like okay. over where
1: it used to say hot set. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that, that,
4: okay. I was actually over there just a little while ago. They have, uh, obviously, you can take your picture with them, or her, and she also talks, and the uh, piston cup is there too. So it's a cool little. Uh, Pist- picture piston? spot. They're making the most of that dead end back there.
1: Piston. What happened in a cup? The piston cup. Oh. Piston.
0: Oh. oh <laughs> right. Okay. Whew. Steve, where are you off to next?
4: Home. Um I am. <laughs> Air conditioning. I can get it probably on the great movie ride. I got my uh, all my construction stuff done with, so now I'm now going to hop on some of these rides.
0: Yeah, get in someplace cool and out of the sun because it is brutal out there.
4: Yeah, exactly. be home in time like, for gotta, dinner. Gotta you're speak. married. Maybe now. actually, I'll gra- grab some lunch. That's probably a good
0: <laughs> idea. Awesome, excellent. Thank you, Steve. We appreciate it. Stay hydrated.
4: Thank you, guys.
0: <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Bye. Right. Everything I say, Teresa finds funny.
6: It's the mood <laughs> of the people. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Could I, you come here? I have an emotional thermometer. <laughs> right?
3: I was waiting for him to grab somebody and pull
0: them into the shot. We should do that. We should have random interviews with people. I think that would be fun. Listen, I stopped asking them to do embarrassing things. Right? But I think Maybe it would something. be awesome to just pull some random person like in. Like Stevie and on the street. Ask kind them of what thing. they're doing, right? right? What are you doing today? What have you been doing? Yeah. What's interesting about his report about the construction is he says how fast it's going. The thing is, all of the sort of preliminary work took forever. I mean, they were preparing that area for months and months and months. So I think you're just seeing now the, you know, the stuff you can actually see. You think they're going
5: to open the uh, that area? So I know it's going to be a like a gray wall with the the what I don't know what they're going to make for the entrance, the hole, whatever that you go in to get to Star Wars. You think they're going to open that as soon as they can to add a little bit more breathing room over in that area?
0: I hope so. But what? Andrews through a hole. <laughs> I'm not
5: talking about the hole.
0: Yeah, the it's portal like a
5: time room, war, or whatever. It's a portal. I, don't, I don't know how you're gonna get. That. I don't know the transportation <laughs> yet. But you know, it's a wall in a circle, like that you Kevin go. Kevin looks in, so
3: like. interested in this.
0: I am so confused as, well, as it in the Super Nintendo world, it would be
5: like a warp pipe. And this, I don't know what it's going to be. It's like a well.
0: That's what you don't I thought. think. It's just going to be walking into a land like Pandora. You don't think it's just going to be an open?
5: No, it's it's like oh. closed off from the rest of the park. Like it's wow. going to be its own you little world. You have enter yeah. through the hole. Yeah.
0: Awesome.
1: Well, talking about the, the construction hole. stuff, they took a lot of the construction crews <laughs> from Avatar, Pandora, and now they're overworking on. Star Wars. God, yeah. I hope there be no crawling through walls. So we can walk through straight. There's in. a big scrim, you know, where the what, we, what used to be in their um, Pirates of the Caribbean. They used to have a uh, no, that's like in the, the Magic set, Kingdom, the Jack
5: thing. The where you yeah, could yeah see there was a, Jack. you could
1: see parts of the movie. Yeah, but not, where the bathrooms are by Toy Story Mania, they've like cr- closed that off because they're working on the entrance where, where we came out when we did the Toy Story party when we had a.
5: I know what George's
0: part you're look- talking about because I worked it. John's like,
1: I- looking at me like I ain't waiting for her to say a noun.
0: <laughs> I'm just I can't. I'm waiting for the...
1: where the bathrooms are. You know the of Toy, out Toy out of- Story. Yeah, and then we oh, the came out. Way. There's an there was an entranceway there. That's where we parked backstage. Yes, right, for the backstage, area. okay. Thing. That's all closed off because that's Toy Story Land. Okay. So it's closed off. There's scrims. There's stuff, but that's supposed to open next year. Okay.
5: So that's, that's where the entrance to Toy Story is going to be? Is yes. Over Goodness. between the two buildings? Yes. You think, okay. Interesting much activity. That's going to be, but that makes sense.
6: I can't believe there's not a construction worker shortage in Orlando. I would think now there is. There because be. they're everywhere. Yeah. Not just Disney, everywhere. Excellent. All right,
0: so let's move on to Rapid Fire, and uh, we're going to start with Rhino. Rhino, tell us your Rapid Fire.
5: All right, so mine is about the mobile ordering system, um, which uh, currently, it's well, as of today, it's added another uh, restaurant to it. Um, so the both Restaurantosaurus and Disney's Animal Kingdom and Deluxe Burger and Disney Springs will be added to this service. Um, Restaurantosaurus started today, on the 27th, and Deluxe Burger will begin on uh, Wednesday, the, the 5th, July 5th. Um, so this is that mobile ordering option that was added to My Disney Experience. So they started at a Satuli canteen, and you can just order on your phone and then go pick up your food when you're when you get there, which sounds amazing. I haven't gotten to try it yet. Has anybody tried it yet?
1: I tried it when they were testing it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. You don't you don't hit the button until you're like, you have to be so many feet from the thing and then it processes it
5: well mobile ordering is my favorite thing ever when uh, Chipotle was the first place that i knew that started doing this when they started doing that so you could just skip a line and walk right up and get your food that yeah. was the uh the end of any the one
6: near our house doesn't waist. do that they don't like you mobile order it but they don't start it till you get there oh, oh
5: see so the ours uh, well, you can set like up mine for saying. a specific time and you just walk right up to the register and yeah, just ours say
6: hasn't like, done that you can't do it's a
1: button till you're there till you're like Within proximity, there's...
2: It's, there's some, yeah, that's, it's so still,
1: it's still quick. It's still quicker than waiting in the line.
2: Yeah, like um, I believe McDonald's mobile ordering is this way. It will like read off your GPS where you're actually at in relation to the restaurant because they're not going to make food for you. Like if you say, oh, I'm going to be here at 1.30, they make your food, and then you don't show up till 1.45, then they have to just... You know they have to start your order all over again, so um, that's why you have to be close enough by to say like I, I am here. So in the
0: so. My Disney Experience app you now, this button will appear mm-hmm. when you're close enough to actually yes. place order. That's pretty cool.
2: Yeah.
5: So hey. if you get stuck on a ride or something like that, then you're not left with cold food when you get there yeah. or something. So
0: or you know if somebody changes their mind and orders and doesn't pick it up,
6: right? You know, then yeah. Not that's
0: waste. True. So cool, cool, cool. Thank you, Rhino Kevin. Europe are
6: uh, Projection mapping technology is going to bring classic movies to the park at the Chinese Theater in Hollywood Studios. There's going to be a 10-minute show. It's going to be classic movies. Uh, it's going to be called Disney Movie Magic, and it is going to have, you're going to be able to step in time with the uh, Chimney Sweeps from Mary Poppins. Uh, there'll be Pirates of the Caribbean, Tron Legacy, and Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast. It will be in conjunction with the Disney's Hollywood Studios Star Wars Galactic Spectacular and The Jungle Book, 20,000 Leagues, Cinderella, Swiss Family Robinson, and Love Bug will also feature into it. And that's it. It's going to start with Mary Poppins, which took place, the premiere of which took place in nineteen sixty four at Grauman's Chinese theater, so there's a little so there's a projection show before the main fireworks right. and
2: yeah, this and, actually started sorry, I didn't see a rapid fire come in. This started last month um back at the end of May, and so it's like a little ten minute show before the fireworks starts as kind of an added bonus. I personally, I think it's a beautiful show. I think it should replace the Star Wars fireworks and they mm. should expand it. Heresy. It's a, I love Star Wars fireworks, but it's Disney's Hollywood Studios. And yes, Star Wars is a part of that now, but you now have this projection show that showcases all of these Disney movies. Wouldn't that make more sense? Mm-hmm. Is the nighttime fireworks show? To me, it's to then- I mean that's that's all I'm saying. Does it? Does it?
5: Do you think that the um, the projection, like the mapping they're using for the movie show, is better utilized? Are they using that technology
2: better for that than they are for the fireworks show?
0: I, is it Crisper
2: Cleaners? It? No, it's the exact same projectors and everything. No, no, so no. But I
5: mean, like, you know how the fireworks show is like. It, it was cool when it first came out, but it's now we've seen like. Happily Ever After, that there's a lot of animated things happening on the projections, whereas Star Wars is like a clip show. The best thing I ever saw them do
6: with it was in Paris, and it was the first time I had ever seen it, and the hunchback jumped from spire to spire.
5: That's what they do in the Magic Kingdom now,
6: and that's my favorite part. Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's the best part I've ever seen them do with this projection stuff.
2: Yeah. I mean, I I Mm. don't think that there's anything wrong with the Star Wars projections. I think it's just a different style of show. It's a lot harder to create original clips for Star Wars to be shown on the That's Chinese true. theater than Happily Ever After, where they they drew it to be on that castle. Well, so it's just two point, different things. You have a
0: point in the fact that Hollywood Studios is be, quickly becoming Star Wars Studios, right? Everything is about Star Wars now. That's the gear towards it. Maybe if they went back to sort of the idea of it's all of Disney
6: movies, not just animated movies, but I enjoyed. I en- I like your idea. I enjoyed Hollywood studios when it was movie centric. Mm. Mm. Love Bug. Remember Love Bug? I do. It's my first movie I ever saw in the theater. Mine was mine was um, Mary Poppins. Yeah. And
2: it's still movie centric. It's just it's changing. It's taking what Universal tried to start. I do you know accomplish.
6: we agreed with him, right? Right, but I, I think <laughs> I I think <laughs> I, I liked the classic it. movie. We understand. We're on your side. (laughs) I get it.
0: All right, let's move on. Kathy, what's your rabbit Okay. Hopefully it'll be less controversial.
1: I hope (laughs) so. Seven Seas Drive will be a one-way road heading westbound on Monday, July 3rd and July 4th from 5 to 9 p.m. Disney security will be on site at the Seven Seas Drive crosswalk to help alleviate alleviate any confusion for guests. So what they're doing is the road in front of the Polynesian. um, If you're going to the Polynesian, you're going to go in the right-hand lane, and the left-hand lane will be available for guests heading north and southbound on Floridian Way. So if you're trying to get out of the park, you're going to either be in the left-hand lane to go out to your Disney Resort or the right-hand lane to go to the Poly. That's just to help get the traffic through there. Isn't shorter. it already a one-way street? No. No traffic can come oh my up the other way.
0: <laughs> That's how much I know. Yeah. <laughs> I should probably drive in the right lane then on that road, <laughs> should I? Probably shouldn't cross that line. Huh? Thank you, Kathy. Teresa? Way.
6: Shipping auction? Teresa, what's Shipping? your mood? Really? What? What's,
3: what's your the mood, mood? Let's of your gauge account? my mood. Let's talk about Twisty Treat, shall we? Cape Canaveral, it's still not open. They promised me two <laughs> weeks ago it was going to oh be gosh, open a week before. Really and it's really yeah, starting yes. to piss me off. The landscaping's done. Everything's good. It looks good. They won't answer my call. Please call Twisty Treat <laughs> at 321-445-9103. Leave a message and ask them why it's not open. Put on their Facebook page, why is it not I open. Mean,
5: I, I figured they would hit it up for the 4th of July weekend. I thought yeah? so, too. Yeah.
6: It had uh, will I see. love Teresa, the investigative reporter. <laughs> <laughs> they won't take my calls. They won't take They're my not. calls. I need you to call <laughs> me the emailed, second it does. I'm i come video you. Yes.
3: Okay. And you know what? It's really not about the ice cream. It's about the architecture of the beautiful cone. And I wanted to see it light up and sparkle. And
1: We have one near our house.
6: <laughs> I passed three. Years chocolate to work. on top of it? Yes, it does. Ours does not.
1: Yeah. Some do and some don't.
6: Ours does not.
1: Ours I is haven't is seen a
6: chocolate one. Some and sparkle, do,
1: you know they, Some don't. They sell more ice cream in the wintertime than summertime because summertime people don't like when it melts. Get it? melt. That's my
3: <laughs> I'm not that's a big ice cream trivia. eater. That's the whole thing. I don't eat a lot of ice cream, but totally I want conversation
0: hits All right, wall. this has officially become the worst show we've ever done. Oh, stop. <laughs> it's just a hit Please rock call bottom. Twisty Treat. Please call.
2: Go- <laughs> I want the flashing right. numbers on the screen later. <laughs> call Twisty Treat now.
0: Thank you, Teresa. Craig.
2: Okay, so last week um, they announced the full lineup for uh, Epcot's Eat to the Beat concert series during the uh, Food and Wine Festival happening this fall. So um, I will go over all of the the well, entire. Please do. You want me to go please. over every we'll single
6: one? We all have to count in our heads how okay. many times we say they're still alive. Exactly.
2: Okay. Well, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to read through every single one. Okay, so the first act, Delta Ray. Excellent. Okay. Um, the, <laughs> n- next up, the Hooters.
6: <laughs> okay.
2: Okay. This next one's a, a get ready for it. The Baja Men. Uh, who let the dogs out? Yes, those. Oh, wow.
1: some those Oh, my. Oh. yeah, <laughs> That's, the first
2: That's
6: the first one I've
1: recognized. <laughs> I know, right?
2: Are the uh, Hooters...
3: No, that was Hootie. That's Hootie. Yeah. I thought the yeah, same Hooters, thing. No, no.
2: <laughs> Darius Rocker is still very famous. Um well, hey. Uh, he it. is. Uh, the, the country world. Uh, fuel is after that. And then uh, returning favorites, Starship, fuel? starring also, Mickey right? Thomas.
3: Oh, that one always makes me fuel. Sad.
6: fuel or feel?
2: Fuel. 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 He said it, he said it like fuel. Fuel, yeah. fuel. Fuel. Is that Pennsylvania? Fuel. I fuel. Don't, um, fuel. Fuel. Fuel.
0: Moving on. Um, fuel? How do you fuel today? After that,
2: it is Lauren Elena. Who's that? Uh, I mean, I don't it. ask me. She sang The Road Less Traveled. There you go. Uh, the Plain White Teas. Oh. Sister oh. Hazel. Oh. Air okay. Supply. Oh, no. David I, Cook. All out of love. I do love David Cook. Yeah, I know you do. I know. I'm the uh, only one. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everclear. Sugar Ray. 38 Special. Mark Willis. American Authors. Christopher Cross. Oh. Devin Allman. Dennis DeYoung from Styx. Taylor Dane. Jeffrey Osborne. Postmodern Jukebox. 10,000 Maniacs. Toad the Wet Sprocket. Oh, wow. My my personal favorite, Kenny G. Oh, there you
3: yeah. go. Yeah. Just um, bring
2: his saxophone. Oh, wow. I, I will be there front and center. Uh, Billy Ocean. Tiffany. Hanson. Oh, God, I love Hanson. Blue October.
3: <laughs> <Jeez>.
2: <laughs> Sorry.
3: <laughs> Tiffany?
2: Yes, Tiffany.
5: She's, take it, she's done with her mall tour <laughs> yeah. finally. Uh, she has a little <laughs>
3: resale shop in Tennessee. and mm. She's back on
0: the road again. I bet she's alone now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, she is. Um, I think I stopped at Blue Color, Living Color, uh, Blue October, Living Color, Boys to Men, Big Bad, Voodoo Daddy, and ending off with Squeeze. So this runs August 31st Squeeze. through November 13th. <gasps>
6: Pulling muscles from oh my Squeeze. God, I have every
3: album they ever made. Actually. All two of them. Uh, they had three or four in the big <laughs> so, day. I like Squeeze. Okay, good for you. That's the only one I got excited Are about. all of
6: the Maniacs going to be there? 10,000 uh, 10, 10, of 10, them. Yeah. them yeah. yeah, but I would only want to know if there was one going to be there because I don't recognize the other Maniacs. It's not the original <laughs> ones. And Natalie and vocal cord. What was her name? you have Natalie dates on oh. Go back what? and give what? us the you dates. A part of 10, no. Maniacs? Oh. Natalie Merchant was. Oh, and okay. he always makes fun of me because I like Natalie and Imbulcalcord. I like Natalie Imbulcalcord. That's fine. I just got excited. But, well, All right.
2: Yeah,
3: wait, wait, I'm not done. Oh, you're, you're not done? The, okay, good. The dates on those?
2: Yeah, I said it was August 31st through November 15th. But you didn't
3: give 15th. us the date of each
6: one. Can no. you go back and recap Jesus, that? The, no, you no,
2: cannot. This would be a three-hour show. Look it up on... WDWinfo.com You want to know when Everclear
6: is going to be there, don't you? Yeah. Uh, We do
0: have a resource that you can go to and find this. Thank you, Craig. (laughs) All right, so we're going to end the show on a little segment that Craig came up with, a little idea he had, so I'm going to let him explain it. Uh, we can uh, talk about it
2: yeah so uh you know when we have a little bit time left in the show pete likes to uh go scour the boards and find out what was a trending thread that was uh coming up through the last week and uh this past week there was a pretty uh a pretty interesting one started by tony's with a z um who is a big fan of the show i believe otherwise he'd just Constantly post on the Dis Unplugged podcast forum way too often. Uh but he started a thread that was titled, In your opinion, What is the most overrated thing in Walt Disney World? And it is uh it sparked a conversation now that's gone on for thirty-one pages full of people chiming in their answers. Um and right off the bat it just it just gets bad when you, I start seeing someone saying Jungle Cruise and Tiki Room are considered overrated. Um, someone put Small World as overrated, which yeah. I know Kevin would go and beat them uh, as soon as this is over. Um, and it, it just keeps going on. Someone actually had the nerve of saying that a Dole Whip is the most overrated thing at Disney. Was so that, that kind of yeah, I'd
1: agree with that one.
2: What you were going to do? We we did a episode about this where it's in the top three of
5: the what I think are the overrated things like I, I'm sorry Mickey bars bleh. I said it yeah so, <laughs> I said it. He, oh
2: said it. so he said that, it so that that opens up this so for the last uh couple minutes here this what do you guys think is it, it doesn't it could be an attraction a food a restaurant what is the the overrated thing Teresa, about you Walt go Disney? first. no
3: what, don't what make it? me go first Come on, what's
0: the most overrated it? thing you think is do you agree with any of the things on that list? I, the Dole Whip kind of—I don't get the. Uh, it's, don't,
5: uh, it's not like it's a negative thing. I don't. No, hate it's Dole Whip. not negative. I love Dole Whip. I think Dole Whip's great, but I can go to Menchie's and they do Dole Whip at Menchie's too. It's no longer an exclusive.
3: Okay, thing uh, here, I, really. I got one. The Mickey Waffle. Some people at, it, at
0: uh, buffets, breakfast. Yeah, buffets and it makes like or that.
3: breaks their trip. It's a waffle.
6: It's a Lego my ego. I mean, I don't. Sorry, I don't, <laughs> I don't think anything is overrated. I think it's what your memories are. I think it's what you like.
3: In someone's mind, I mean, in in my mind, things I like, you probably think, why would you do that?
0: Well, I think from strictly from the travel agent perspective, right? What are the things that we get people say to us, I have to do this or else my trip is ruined? What do you think? I think that's overrated. Yeah. When people say, you know, if I don't have dinner at BR Guest, yeah. My whole trip is ruined.
6: When I was growing up, I used to go to the war- boardwalk in Wildwood, New Jersey, and there was this one French fry place that I used to go to all the time, and I thought they were the best French fries in the entire world. We have visited that spot as an adult, and you know what I realized? They're French fries. Right. But they were the best French fries in the world to me because I was on the boardwalk in Wildwood, New the Jersey. experience. Right. So I have, I see that with Mickey bars and Dole it's Whips the same and things. Thing. Like that. That's the thing of the Dole Whip, right? People, right. People are on vacation. And, and
3: they want to they want to recreate the experience that they had before right. i've got i know someone that they have to eat in the a certain restaurant it has to be the first place they eat if they can't get in then you know it messes up their whole trip
6: well there was and, that whole i apologize i interrupted you
3: i mean it is and to me it's the i don't want to say the food's overrated but people put too much emphasis on a certain experience just go with the freaking flow and i don't I care mean, if it's
6: your experience I right. don't it, it, go experience it the way you want to experience right. it. My judging that that's overrated. Well, you might not think that well, standing in line to see it's a small world is the best thing in the world. I can't imagine going to the magic kingdom without doing it. So
0: it's, Anthony, what about you? And not maybe overrated, but what is the thing that you hear people say, I have to do this. And you think to yourself, really, do you really have to do it?
1: Well, Cinderella castle or Cinderella's Royal table was one that, Used to be the hot. Oh, many, thing to, many years. Oh, my gosh. And it was awful. I'm here to say I've never done it. I haven't I, either. Kathy. I, I, Let's and, go. A, and I consider myself a Disney fan, but you know, you get people, oh, but that's what we were really looking forward to, and I'll suggest something else. And, oh, no, that just, you know, and it's like, just, I guess my thing is. Well, always the castle is, or a churro, you know, is that we well, suggest. You or? know, I said, you know, it, there's plenty of other things that you can do and i always feel bad when somebody you know like i'll say something and they go oh but my neighbor said you really have to do <laughs> yeah. whatever and it's like but i go all the time and i have a great time no matter what it is but I've back never- to the waffles where else can you get waffles that have mickey and minnie's face on them
0: you can make them at home
1: I thought, well, no, you, can, you can get them
0: in the freezer section.
1: No, when we seen when we had waffles, when we did the one fam, and the cast members stood there and talked to me about, you know, that you could tell the difference because this was Mickey and this was Minnie. That, to me, said Disney. Do you know what the difference parts.
6: between Mickey and Minnie is? A bow and eyelashes. Where, where are you going to go for a minute? <laughs> yeah.
1: But if I mean, it, extended
3: waffle. If you look at the
1: picture,
6: the difference between if you look at a picture of both, the difference between Mickey and Minnie is a bow and eyelashes. I
1: know, but I thought that was a big deal that I could have Mickey and Minnie waffles. Well, that's Cool. I'm not shooting you I down. Think, no, Andy. I'm just saying. Let's not break up our friendship over it.
6: Oh. Mickey waffles are good if you stand there and snatch it from the man. Oh, well, these were
1: fresh. Right. Right. But,
6: right otherwise, yeah. they're just cold.
1: Yeah, I've right. never
6: been to Tom Sawyer Island, and I've been going oh, since really? 1971. Wow! I, never, never? Yeah, I know. I know. I
5: don't think anyone's going to say that's overrated. Though. No. So I, I just. I, I want to meet the person who says she was
6: that. talking about things. I don't. I think saying your vacation will be ruined if right. is overrated. Right. right.
5: right. Absolutely. Um, I think the Grand Floridian's overrated. I I don't I, I think it's a beautiful resort, but as far as like Disney resorts go, I, I mean you've got the Polynesian a Polynesian that's beautifully themed. You've got uh, the um, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Wilderness Lodge, like all these really awesomely themed. And then like no. the Grand it's a Florian theme, just, it's a theme. It doesn't do it for me. That's all. And it's I'm not saying
3: it's personal bad, taste. but it's exactly it's like personal personal taste. Taste.
5: exactly. That's all I'm going to say. And so when people are like, but the Grand Floridian, when people assume that one's the best one.
2: That's where I say no. Who's
3: assuming that?
5: I don't
2: know. People. Every sitcom ever that goes to Disney, yeah, always, much. And it, Now it's kind of like Animal there. Kingdom. They go, but all right.
6: Well, it's because location. I don't understand the, the appeal of Ohana.
2: And it here's the deal.
6: Lincoln. And you know what? I am happy to step out and let you have my space. Oh. But it's not that I don't think you should go. I really don't think you should go. Um <laughs> It doesn't appeal to me in any way. The Whispering Canyon Cafe and Mm -hmm. uh, the Wilderness Lodge Lodge does not appeal to me. I think it's that style of dining that doesn't appeal to me. But I don't have kids. It's not my thing. Go do it. Happy to have you enjoy it. It's just not something I would get in your way for.
2: For me, I've said it many times. I flat out think that Seven Dwarf Mine Train is completely overrated. I'll agree with It you, is, you know, it is the animatronics inside are breathtaking, and standing at it and seeing it from the outside it's it, it's really it's really pretty but in terms of intensity I, I feel like the barnstormers more more of a roller coaster than even what mine train is and um, it just it took way too long to build it takes up way too much space for what it actually is and you know we've we've had discussions over over and again on accommodation and rides and I feel like they just you know to make the technology of the swinging seats and stuff, They just made it way too constrictive. Um, And, you know, it's so all of those elements put together to me. It's just uh, some people love waiting two hours for it. Some people want that fast pass for it immediately. I just I think it's completely overrated. Yeah.
0: All right. So I'm going to for the last few minutes, I'm going to flip it. What's not overrated? What's that thing that maybe you go to Disney and you ride every time or you experience every time or you eat every time where you think this is this is what Disney's about? That's what going to Walt Disney World is about. I'm going to start with myself. I'm going to say um, Big Thunder Railroad. To me, mm-hmm. I think that's almost, in my mind, the perfect Disney ride. It has thrills, it has excitement, it has a story, it has a theme. The cue is great.
6: That's my opinion.
0: That sort of encapsulates what Disney's about.
6: Go. Gosh. People Mover. You took the words out of
3: my mouth. People Mover. It gives you a view of it. It, It's classic. You get to see a crap load of stuff as you're going around, a little bit of the past.
0: That's what it says in the brochure.
3: It's right. (laughs) (laughs) It's just I do not go to the Magic Kingdom without at least twice. Calms me. It makes me happy. Centers you. It does. It's all about, and it makes me. It gives me all tingling. Do you know forgive. there are
0: people who think that's silly and would never ride it or never ride it again because it's not really a new, cool thrill ride.
3: But you know what? They're not getting into it in their mind, and but then you know because they're, they're shallow people.
6: <laughs> what? Okay, I can I, I, I agree with you. I think that uh, I've said it a thousand times. I think it's a small world is classic. I, I just to me. It's but it's like one of the first things I rode the first time I went yeah. to. I think that's one of the things for me in Big Disney Thunder railroad is that it's
0: it's one of those things the first ride I rode, fell in love with it. So it sort of encapsulates my experience. Kathy, what about you? Don't say Figment. <laughs> don't
1: say Figment. Don't say Figment. Don't say Figment. No, it's Figment. It's, just, right. it's just it's just it. To me, that's that's Disney. You know, well, are was... we friends? I don't get it. But <laughs> But you know, I'll be sad if, you know, current rumors have it going away. Really, there's a rumor. Yeah, aren't there there always though? No, this is this is stronger. They're supposed to make an an announcement at D23.
0: Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: No, I (gasps) know. I'm (gasps) just they're going to do something stuff out there. They're supposed to do something with Inside Out, and then they're going to have a little segment in there that will be Figment. But basically, the Figment is going. Sadness pushes them to the ground. (laughs) Yes. I'm going to be very Steps sad. On. Joy jumps all over him. So you may see me chained to the door of Figment. Uh, I've heard uh, you say that before. I guess it just didn't
6: pan out last time. If less, you're so. going to go video something skip twisty treat and video kathy change
3: <laughs> with sadness standing yeah. over here with a foot on her back all right right what
6: about you what's not overrated what's that thing
0: that makes you disney fied
5: um I, I really like fort wilderness i didn't really know this existed when i was a kid so yeah. when i moved here and people brought it up it just seems like this i i know for some it may be like you're how do you how did you not know but we never stayed at disney resorts when i was a kid so and we came all the time we just couldn't afford it you know and so like getting to experience that sort of stuff now is that I just love the idea that there's like this own little it, it has its own culture in there like people come every year they decorate their uh, cabins and campsites for Halloween and they do all the stuff and they're like regulars there and so it's got its own little it's a world, community its yeah. own little thing
6: okay, but it, it's this in the woods right next to Disney you world. do
0: know that the first four letters spell cult right in culture
6: <laughs> I, I'm going to go back a little bit to me. Do you want to know what the epitome of Disney is to me? Can you change your mind? Sure I can. As you're (laughs) driving in and you go under the water bridge Mm -hmm. and you come up and you see the monorail coming out of the contemporary, that to me is my first vision of Walt Disney Mm -hmm. World. That's the first thing I saw from the backseat of my mom and dad's car in 1971. To me, I, I tell John all the time, it doesn't matter how many times I do it, that's still... Makes my breath catch a little bit.
5: Well, there are yeah, especially that area right there when you come in. It's 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 like a movie. It's majestic. There's something about if you the car moves just right when the monorail's coming just right. The other day was coming up out of that and it was like the monorail moves. It it has this like weird part of the track that kind of moves back and forth all of a sudden right there. And if you catch it at just the right time, it looks like you're watching something
3: like you're watching Disney on TV and see the movie. The The other part of it was
6: I was 11. 11 in 1971 so it i think an 11 year old in 1971 is different than what an 11 year old oh, in yeah. 2017 has seen mm-hmm. the first time i saw that it was like i had gone to another planet so Tomorrowland. Awesome. i like
1: fort um, wilderness do you we you, have you been there when they used to have the the tree that grew up through the real lawnmower it's gone, no, isn't it? Know that. Yeah, oh, no. it's gone. That made it's me mad. Tre- yeah, that. the tree. Yeah,
5: yeah see, I, I love little things like yeah. that. Like, I love the Hoop Dee Doo show. That's the thing. I, I, every time my family, my family comes or somebody comes for the first time, that's what I'm like. We've got to go do this show. They it's something that I would normally enjoy, insane. but I just, I love it. Like I, you know, I like the food. I like that you, you can have a drink with friends. I like that there's this show. That's it seems so stupid Corny. on paper, but yeah. then you watch it and it just you're like into it. You, you know? know, that yeah. was
1: one of the shows that. You know, when we're talking about overrated, I always thought it was overrated. Like, h- how good could this show right, be? Yeah. And it wasn't until like maybe two years ago that I finally went and I went, now that's a classic. Now, I would really be sad if that show went away. Yeah. yeah.
2: All
0: right. So let's end up with Craig. Craig, you answer the question. You're going to be our final word on the subject. What you say is going to be the law.
2: Oh, oh Lord. I, I think everyone knows my answer. Uh, that knows me personally. And that is Country Bear Jamboree. I am the number one advocate of that attraction. I think it is the funniest thing that mm-hmm. Disney has ever put together. Uh, I think it still has all of that. It, it has that charm that Walt wanted to instill in his Imagineers and Mark Davis and all all of the the nine old men with what they would do with movies and then move that into the theme parks. I feel like it just kind of takes... It took all those lessons that they learned throughout the years and puts it in this silly, entertaining show that still showcases what what Disney used to be more or less about. And uh, the the surprising thing is like too it is it's it's risque yeah no it's risque it's slightly raunchy and i think people forget that because they focus too much on oh it's a bunch of it's bears singing and it sounds bad and And it's
0: sort of an older generation audio animatronic so it's not as slick as some of the new stuff but
2: usually then you know as soon as the the three bears come out and singing all the guys that turn me on turn me down i was just gonna say all the guys that
6: turn me on turn me down
2: then that's when it changes and it's like okay and tears will be the chaser for my wine and then by the time you get to to blood on the saddle with big al everyone's just in like stitches it's song. so it's so perfect mama don't whoop little bird. <laughs> no i i think it is the perfect thing right now um don't
6: you is, know the word to every song
2: i oh, basically do he, yep. he just the only time it. i see him get excited when he sees characters is
5: when their country but we'll be in the park and he'll scream it's big al we
0: will start <laughs> come after them He's running like Phoebe through the park <laughs> <laughs> Alright Thank you guys very much for that conversation I appreciate it um, That'll do it for our show We're going to end it on that note Thank you everybody for tuning in and watching us this week Take care Stop watching and get back to work <laughs> Go
6: home now